Hello, welcome to Lazada Insider, featuring knowledge that makes a difference. We share trusted insights, forward-looking perspectives, and exclusive expert interviews to keep you ahead of the curve. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lazada Insider, and I'm your host, Shas, Senior Manager from Lazada Group Strategy. Behaviors and lifestyle shifts were accelerated by the pandemic, and these have also impacted the way we work. It has been two years since work from home started, and with the world learning to live with COVID, what would be the norm then on the way we work, and what does this mean then for the consumer tech and durables? And today, we have Kartik uh, from GFK to share his expertise and knowledge on this topic. Thank you, Kartik, uh, for joining us today. And I'm sure the listeners would like to know a bit more about you and JFK. Could you share a bit more about yourself? Yeah. Uh, hello, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Karthik. Um, like Shas mentioned, I work at JFK. Uh, and I lead the uh, marketing and consumer intelligence uh, business across uh, the Asia-Pacific uh, region. Uh, I'm based in Singapore. Um, I've been here over... 10 years now in, in Singapore, but before that I've uh, worked across India, Indonesia and other, other parts. Um, so, so GFK, uh, you know, as, as uh, probably uh, some of you who may not be aware, it, we are a global leader in uh, data and analytics and we've been kind of providing uh, consumer and market insights uh, and consultancy um, uh, to our clients for over 85 years now. Um, and uh, we are especially a currency or uh, an expert in the area of uh, tech and durables uh, business, uh, where we do a lot of um, tracking work, consultancy work, uh, and, and I've been tracking this kind of categories uh, over time for, for a very long time. Cool. Um, so two years ago, work from home started due to covid and now with the world slowly opening up and learning to coexist with COVID, organizations are considering return to office policies, but there is a growing preference for hybrid working. Could you share what does um, hybrid working actually means? And, you know, what do you think the future holds for a return to the workplace? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's really been interesting. Uh, I guess COVID kind of forced um, this model of, of having to do remote working. Uh, but I think as we kind of move towards a more normal state, uh, I think organizations are moving um, a lot more towards uh, what you could term as uh, hybrid working, where it's still a mix of um, working from home, but uh, obviously also uh, coming into office or even stepping outside to, to meet clients and, and do uh, things as, as a, so much more flexible um, arrangements. I think um, there's been a lot of studies, there's been a lot of work around, around this topic and most of that work, um, when you talk to the employees, what, what they're saying is what they really like is is the flexibility of, of how they work and, and uh, you know how they do things. Um, and I think there's been enough evidence now to show that there hasn't been a big impact on productivity and other things, which was probably the biggest fear most, uh, you know, organizations have. I, I guess, uh, you know, we're all learning and trust has to be established and stuff like that. 
to just give you a very quick example, we within GFK, we actually did an internal uh, survey of, we have over 8,500 employees across the world, and, and we kind of ran a, a survey about um, what kind of flexibility people look for and, and what do they like, what do they dislike, etc. And uh, what was interesting was almost 70 odd percent actually said that uh, working from home actually gives them a higher quality of life and their stress levels have, have, have actually decreased. Um, you know, basic other stuff, I guess, in, in other markets, like I can imagine in Jakarta and, and Delhi and stuff like that, where it came out that they save so much time because they didn't have to compute, commute like two hours, you know, stuck in traffic extra. So, but having said that, they also said that, you know, we would still like to come in, uh, do some stuff, there's stuff, which can't be done, like, you know, innovation, brainstorming, all that is, is much better than it when in person. So I think more and more the the world, I, I guess, or, or most organizations are moving towards this, let's say maybe at least one or two days a week, uh, you're in office and, and the rest is. So I think at least at GFK, and I think this is what you hear in the market, otherwise also that more and more people are inclined to move to that kind of a model going forward. Thanks for sharing that insight. Um, with that in mind, with what you have just uh, shared in mind, it would be great if you can help us to understand then which product and service categories uh, stand to benefit from the hybrid work um, setup and which one you uh, perceive that might suffer. Yeah, what's what's interesting and, and especially like I mentioned, we do a lot of uh, tracking and a lot of work on the, on the tech and durables category. I mean, that category has, has it's no surprise, that category has really, really benefited. Uh, you know, that there were certain categories which were, I, I wouldn't say were dying, but but were not, not the greatest of categories like, you know, webcams, uh, headsets, um, monitors, etc. All, all these categories have grown like, uh, like webcams have grown something like 200%. Um, I'm, I'm talking about globally, keyboards have grown. I mean, external keyboards, people are not buying them. Now people bought them. Um, printers, uh, I mean, uh, home printers have gone through the roof. So I think the home office equipment, that's probably the category which has is, which is benefited the most from it. Um, but what's also interesting is... Um, a lot of home-related uh, things and which make life easier at home, uh, you know, coffee makers, uh, food preparation, you know, uh, people have started to cook at home a lot more. So, you know, bread makers, you know, all, all those kind of categories have, have, have again, also benefited a lot. Um, and when it comes to services, um, obviously, food delivery, uh, home cleaning, all, all those those kind of categories have, have uh, benefited um, even small stuff like part-time help, nannies, yeah. you know, all, all that is, is really. What's interesting when you, you asked me also about the decline, um, uh, I think a lot of sectors which are outside obviously got affected, you know, travel uh, got affected, uh, eating out got affected. Even fashion, uh, you know, categories, apparel, etc., also got affected. I think people are not buying as many clothes if, if most of the time you are spending indoors. You are not splurging on on, on stuff. 
cool. Um, I think it was interesting that you uh shared that you know that um the impact on product categories goes beyond the typical work related categories such as monitor and keyboard. That you know even coffee makers uh impacted positively. Uh, positively as consumers seek to create a conducive work environment at home there's a uh, perspective from like the consumer um what do you think like from the perspective of employers how then has hybrid work impacted their investment in terms of uh, tech tools and so on and so forth yeah I, i think that's that's an interesting one i think i think there's been a big impact on on the tech tools and the b2b you could call it the b2b companies so to say you know uh i think the, the biggest thing is wh- when it started I, i think no one really knew how to how to handle this what will work what 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 wouldn't work etc i think from an organization so there was a lot of um you know adoption of uh, i i think the first tools which got adapted were communication tools i, I think uh, you know everybody bored to the zooms the ms teams and you know slacks and 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 stuff like that so i think that that happened um but then i think there's also this whole thing of how do those tools talk to each other etc so i think organizations have have started to adjust making sure it, it's more a broader mix of tools and suites which can talk to each other and and you know kind of uh, gone into that so i think uh, that i think has been a different journey for for all organizations and i think they're getting it now they they basically figuring out what works what doesn't work how each tool talks to the other so let's say somebody adopts a salesforce and adopts something else but all those tools have to talk to each other as well within within the organization environment so i think that's that's uh, that's uh, that's made a difference uh i i think what is really important is as companies kind of transform towards a hybrid kind of a work model i think there's a lot more feedback coming uh, with with employees from employees from from people to to say what works what doesn't work uh, what's most important and i think uh, but we've seen a lot of lot of change the other change which is also is uh, just just information right uh, just just conveying information to the employees just being able to do a lot of things on your own um, uh, you know data at your fingertips analytics tools so a lot of that has also also got adopted and uh, I, i think uh, even basic stuff right how do you make sure everything is secure uh you know there are missing files you know think things like that so i think there's there's a lot of it i think that area i would say the digitization of organizations has 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 been huge and i think we've leaped forward probably 5 10 years in in a very very short period of uh, maybe a year year and a half i think i think organizations have really had to transform You know, looking forward, uh, what would you say then the potential obstacles um, to growth in tech and durable sectors um, for the upcoming years? And what would your advice be for the brands or the businesses out there on how to address these potential obstacles or challenges? Yeah, I, I think to be honest, I mean, we were just coming out of the pandemic and this whole geopolitical situation has has happened. Um 
so so that's a bit of a pity uh, because i think most economies were were actually starting to recover uh, people are starting to come back so so i think companies obviously in the in the near term medium term have to look at their plans again um as this is causing a lot of other issues like inflationary pressures are going up um th- those things are are happening uh the other big obstacle especially in tech and durables is still supply chain supply chain is still a big big issue um you know you know when when some of these things happen um it's an interesting example that uh, with the with the russia situation the the whole uh, the automotive sector is getting hit because of the the ev batteries a lot of that lithium and nickel etc comes from from russia so i think that there are those those challenges uh, as well um uh, but i think like in 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 jfk we had kind of predicted a 10 to 12% growth for the tech and durable sector for for this year i think might be get, might be a bit more muted than that given given all all the things that's happening uh but i think uh longer longer term i, I think what's been really uh, good is that all the organizations have managed to navigate this the situations and have put a lot of plans in place and contingency plans and and they they've been very agile so i think if if you really um you know talk about organizations i think the the few things which i think we learned was one uh, definitely people need to be more agile you know and make decisions quickly uh, i think that is someone something everyone learned in this pandemic uh, you know because if you had a typical red tape and so many levels and, and stuff that you know it, it wasn't enough um and so so related to that you have to have um, contingency plans have bcps um, you know especially for hybrid working right what if something happens suddenly and you've got everyone back and then suddenly you have to everyone has to go back so i, I think those those things are very important um and then i think the other thing is a cultural shift within within the organization i think everyone has to build a cultural shift to say um, you embrace change as as it as it happens um that people should be willing to say hey you know uh we are even small things right i'm i'm willing to do a performance appraisal on on a you know this thing i'm i'm willing to do training on a on a you know sitting at home so a lot of those those things which were taken for granted would happen for instance face to face may not happen uh, very frequently so and i think lastly i mean it may sound a bit like a jargon or a repeat but but i think organizations have to keep going on the digital transformation journey i, I think if if covid has shown us anything that's that's there uh, the consumers in some way are actually faster than 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 organizations um i mean uh, you're at lazada you you've seen the the growth which has happened on, on e-commerce etc but i think the the consumers were actually faster to adopt and and move to those those things than sometimes organizations were you know uh, how, how do i do fulfillment how do i do this how do i do that i think it took organizations a bit longer than because the consumers expectations were still sky high so i think those those things are 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 extremely uh, important and an organization shouldn't just uh, say oh this is gone away and i go back to to the old old way of doing things i i don't think that's that's happening consumers have 
have moved on. Uh, they've got used to this this era, and organizations have to then understand those changes, uh, understand uh, you know what consumers want again because it's it's those things have also changed, and then adapt uh, their plans uh, accordingly. Cool. Um, I think what resonates very much, uh, what you have shared is that, you know, um, about change, embracing change. And here in Lazada, one of our core values is that change is the only constant. So this is the mindset that Lazada have. And um, what you have shared also that uh, digitalization of companies will continue in the upcoming years. I think that's true. And you know, there's a need for organization to be much faster than um, the expectation of the consumers. So I think um before we actually end, you know, uh, we have talked about like the challenges and you know how we can um address these challenges. Um, what would you say, you know, then the three main uh future opportunities, uh, for brands or businesses in the tech and durable sectors? Yeah, no, that that's that's quite interesting. I think at JFK because we work a lot with with the tech and durable companies and we track a lot of products, etc. I think there are a few things which are happening and, and brands are also being quite smart. I, I think there are a few opportunities. Uh, if you look at the themes, I, th- I think one of the key ones is innovation. Uh, I think innovation is is becoming uh, very, very, very key again, you know, um, uh, and not just, you know, small incremental things. I, th- I think, uh, again, given this hybrid situation, work from home, etc., companies have to really rethink also even products and, and, and innovation. I'll give you an example. Um, one of the categories which grew uh, besides all the other things which I spoke about was this whole category of robot vacuums, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. And, it, but, you know, the, the previous generation, I would say, of, of the robot vacuums were, were these bit noisy, clunky, you know, kind of things, etc. What we've seen and, and because also tech companies have adopted, they've spoken to consumers, we've helped some of them, is is the innovation which has come in, in, in that category. It's uh, So consumers want less noise because they're working, so they want it to be put there. Uh, they want the, those kind of vacuum cleaners to be able to understand the home, map it, so, you know, on its own. Um, so they don't have to, earlier you had to still, you know, kind of chase that thing and, you know, make sure it's, you know. So, so there's so much of, of work and, and innovation which, which is going into making that uh, category different. Now you have products where that vacuum will go back to a place, it will empty itself, it will fill up water, it will do mopping. So, you know, that's that's the kind of, uh, you know, innovation and adoption uh, which I think will be needed to to attune to this this kind of environment. That's That's... So innovation is, is definitely, I think, one of, of the big big themes which, which has come back uh, more and more. Uh, the other one is, I think, interestingly, um, premiumization is coming back. Um, so I think uh, consumers are starting to, again, go back to better quality uh, products, uh, better quality uh, of, of, of things. Uh, they're willing to spend a bit more. Um, to you know, maybe buy a bigger, better TV, which which you know happens. Um, appliances, you know, which are better designed, look better at their home, you know, things like that. So, so I think that's another 
very interesting thing. We saw in the middle, there was this whole area of value products happening and, and, and stuff like that uh, where, you know, people were, were buying. Um, but I, we really seeing uh, premium brands come back. And I mean, you work in Lazada. The, the other big change and opportunity is is about digital uh, channels, shopping, e-commerce. I mean, that's completely change change the game. I look at Southeast Asia. I mean, it's it's just I think accelerated probably ten years and in, in a, probably a couple of years time. And I think again, that's a big opportunity, right? You have the opportunity. Digital allows you to know a lot more about your consumers. Uh, you know, even from an analytics perspective, even the work we do, you, you can actually do a lot more. You can do a lot of test and learn. You, you can do a lot of lot of things. So I think that thing about, um, you know, providing a consistent uh, consumer experience, um, let's say your stores are not open and you have to provide, but that touch and feel experience on some of the things on digital. Uh, how do you do that? So, so a lot of that, our opportunities and, and organizations have to kind of work and, and brands have to work and learn towards that. I think that will be very, very key uh, going forward. Great. Um, thank you so much uh, once again, Kartik, uh, for sharing your knowledge and expertise on this topic. Um, it was really nice uh, to have you on this uh, recording, on this episode. So um, we hope that the listeners uh, you know, have picked up a few insightful uh, insights and you know that they can then bring in back uh, to their businesses or their brands um, for the listeners we hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening in bye thank you so much bye bye this is Azana Insider we hope you enjoyed this episode make sure you click follow and subscribe so you don't miss our latest insights and expert interviews thanks again for joining us until next time take care La